Tony. Eric, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing, doing good. Had a little technical difficulties there, but I think we've uh, adapted. And how you doing, brother? What's new? I'm doing all right. It feels like it's been forever since we chatted. It it definitely has been. There's been a there's been so much going on. Um, we're here today to talk about the crypto market and what's been happening in that arena. As Eric is, he's very knowledgeable. He's got so much to say. Um, there's so many things we could talk about. But man, what's on your mind? What's going on? Yeah, no, I appreciate the time. It's um, it, there's there's definitely been some activity, and so it's 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 good timing for anyone that's been following crypto markets lately. Um, well, so I think a few episodes back, we talked a little bit about, is it time to get out of crypto? What are the risks? And we talked a lot about the federal reserve policy, raising interest rates, how that would impact stock markets. And, um, so if you've been, if you've been listening, if you've been paying attention and tuning in, um, there was a, there was a rate hike last week the stock market initially took off like a shot and then the following day just completely collapsed. Right. It was a huge, it was a huge reversal. There were some, there were some really big losses and, and some of the big companies that are supposed to be stalwarts of the S and P 500 and the NASDAQ, like Amazon, um, Amazon namely is, is a big one, but also Tesla, which has a really, really high valuation. It's extraordinarily high. Um, they've really started to crack up and, and, and lose a lot. Um, so that, that had a, what, what's interesting, I think the last time we talked, I mentioned to you that if you, if you watch crypto, especially over, overnight when the stock markets close, there's a futures market running for stock markets, but you also can see the crypto markets and they tend to lead tech stocks down and they're, they're basically running in tandem. They're hitched together and, that's what's been playing out over the last few weeks. Um, we've, we've had about five weeks of consecutive rundown in the stock market. So if you, if you don't want to see a red number, don't check your 401k. Um, and so uh, cryptocurrency hasn't been able to escape that. And so we're, we're sitting right around 30,000, 31,000 on Bitcoin. Bitcoin staged a pretty epic rally last night and just barely got out of the 20s. It was, in, it was at 29,000. And there's some more, unfortunately, there's some more drama tied to that that, that in, anyone who's paying attention to crypto should be aware of. So we've talked about those stable coins and how they, they're tied to, to this thing called DeFi, decentralized finance, and how they yield. They, give you, they generate yield for you. They're, they're like a, a, a CD. And they're, they're generating you know, about 10, 12% yield. So they're reasonable investments. Hey, Eric, can I, can yeah, I, or just one second, jump in. Um, because one of the things that I did uh, before all this was I said, listen, if any of you have some questions, um, please l- let me know now. So when we get on this call that you'll that I'll be able to uh, ask Eric those questions. So the number one question that seems to come up most often from these people on this blog is why is the market dipping? What's happening with the stock market? Can you answer that at all? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> why is it? I don't, I don't mean to derail I, you, but that was. Just- yeah, no, no. And we'll, we'll, we can come back to the point of kind of, of DeFi and cryptocurrency, but, but they are the, the question. If you ask about the stock market, you're also right now. And unfortunately you're asking about the crypto market because those two, those two things are trading almost in tandem. So that question, it, you know, it's kind of relevant to what we're talking about with crypto as well. Right. And you, you can't divorce those two things. So, uh, I, if anyone, anyone listened to Joe Biden talk today, he had a, he did a press conference at 11. Yeah. If you had the, ple- if you, if you had the pleasure, I mean, it was so bad. And I, you know, I try, I really, really tried Tony not to get into politics, but I mean, the, he, he, he couldn't even, he, he barely could string a couple sentences together. Well, you know um, what he is? He's holographic Joe. It's not, yeah. Joe. It, it was so bad, but his, 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 his press conference was about inflation and tomorrow, tomorrow before the stock market opens, the CPI number is going to be released. 
um, as, as, as a, a guy I follow in, in finance, he calls it the CP lie. Um, so we'll see tomorrow what, what they kind of cook up for us for what supposedly the consumer price index is and how bad inflation is crushing your budget and your household and making life hard for you. So whether that number is 8.5 or 8.1 will determine really which direction the stock market probably opens tomorrow and maybe runs on the week. So what Joe, what, what Sleepy Joe did today was try to, it looked like he tried to front run the, the CPI release for tomorrow. And, and if you listen to him, what's really frustrating is he said there's two reasons why we were facing inflation. COVID, <laughs> he even mentioned Delta and Omicron again, and Vladimir Putin in the war in Ukraine. He, he and his administration, and unfortunately, a lot of politicians, including people at the Treasury and the Federal Reserve, Democrats and Republicans, top to bottom, they, they, a lot of them still believe that, this, that you, you can, you can print, print trillions and trillions of dollars, dump trillions of stimulus money into markets, and suffer no inflation. And this is just completely idiotic thinking. They're, they're wrong. And they're trying to pass the buck and 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 uh, push the blame over. So, the reason the the real reason why stock markets are down uh, so much is because they never should have been as high as they were through 2020 and 2021. They were artificially inflated through Fed policy, stimulus money, a bunch of really bad investments that we're seeing come to fruition now. Good example would be Peloton, the CEO who just replaced the outgoing CEO. Uh, just gave a press conference today and he, or a press release and he basically said, hey guys, I'm sorry, this company is in shambles. Uh, we have way too much inventory. We don't have enough money and we might be running out soon. This company right. through, through 2021 was valued at you know, tens of billions of dollars and just vastly overvalued. Right. So Eric, um, just one quick thing. This, this came from Susan. She says, is anybody looking at the similarities between the 1980s recession and what's happening today? And I think that's very relevant to what you're talking about right now. Certain. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You want to elaborate? Yeah. yeah. And the, whether you talk about the early eighties or you talk about the 1970s where we had really, really deep stagflation, um, you know, similar, similar problems with high oil shortages, potentially of gas, like we're seeing with shortages of diesel shortages of food, food prices inflating. Um, these were all factors that, that rhymed with the 1970s stagflation that we suffered and inflation that we suffered. A lot of that rolled into the eighties. Um, and really, um, so coming back to the first question as well, why is the stock market crashing last week, Jerome Powell, said he, he kind of took the 75 basis point hike out, which is basically 0.75%. Long story short, he said they're not going to raise interest rates very fast. They're going to do it in a slow, measured, predictable manner. And the Fed believes that by the end of the year, by December, inflation will be around month over month or annualized about 3%. So they're telling you that they're, they're so skillful between now and the end of the year, including through the, the midterm elections, they're going to bring an eight and a half percent inflation reading down to three percent with just little minor, fairly minor moves. They're only 50 basis point hikes in some of the highest inflation we've ever seen. What? And so the market, exactly. And the market on Friday and through this week said, we don't believe you. We don't believe that the Fed has credibility, and <laughs> and and you you you're seeing this this uh, fear, right? And and that fear is pulling people out of anything that's growth related that doesn't have really really solid earnings, and even companies that have solid earnings are getting are getting cut. They're they're losing value. People are moving money out of stocks. Remember, as the Fed raises interest rates, you're going to start to see things like a savings rate in your account. You're going to actually, strange as it may seem, you're going to start to see yield hey, on Eric. your savings account. Yep. Eric, we're, we're coming up to a 10-minute mark. I just have to do a quick plug. Forgive me, okay? It. Anyway, you guys, listen, I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes you want to have some comfort food. So right here we have something that you're going to laugh at but because I'm, I'm, I eat a lot of organic food. I try to take care of myself. But once in a while, you need to treat yourself. I'm going to tell you right now, 
These chili cheese flavored corn chips by Frito-Lays are the most amazing snack. I'm actually, I'm on this podcast and I'm taking a few and I'm walking away from my microphone and I'm chomping on a few of these. Why? Because it's just, it, it's memory food. It's like, it's fun food. It's something that just, I like to do once in a blue moon. Now, I'm not, I'm not advocating eating unhealthy. I'm just saying that once in a while, a little Fritos, chili cheese, corn chips are pretty amazing. So I'm just saying, this is one of our sponsors. I just want to say kudos to Fritos. And thank you so much for making this product. Just clean it up a little bit, make it a little less GMO, try to make it healthier. It'd be awesome. With that, continue. Yeah, now I'm hungry, Tony. That that right. uh, and and you got to have fun once in a while, right? Exactly. So, um, so coming coming back to what we were we were talking about, um, the Fed, the, the as the Fed raises interest rates, it makes other things interesting for you to invest in or keep your money in. So whether it's as simple as a savings account, a CD. Uh, treasuries start to get interesting because we've been in this world it really since the financial crisis in 2008 2009 we've been in a world where there really has interest rates have been so suppressed and so low for so long yep it's this entire you know we've got 15 years of people who don't understand what it's like to pay any real interest rate on a mortgage yep. they don't they don't realize wait, wait, wait. oh my god yeah. okay i'm sorry i'm totally yeah yeah so, but, so th- those alternatives, and there, there, was a, there was an acronym for it called TINA, a- which stands for the, there is no alternative. And that means you have to put your money in the stock market because there's nothing else to give you any yield. That's not true anymore. Mm-hmm. As the Fed raises rates through this year, there are al- alternatives. And that means that the stocks that you have in your 401k that have, through the last 15 years, had very little downside. There's been a couple of periods where there was downside. Um, they're, that's, that's changing now. Um, and it will continue to change as, as long as the fed continues to raise interest rates and the fed will continue to raise interest rates as long as inflation, uh, keeps, uh, nipping at their heels. Okay. Pause. Why, why would they do that? Well, I mean, they're, they're trying to attack inflation here. They, they believe that they can, they can ratchet down inflation. They can destroy demand by raising rates and, and, and pushing down the price of assets as well. That's a secondary effect. And when I say assets, I don't just mean stocks. I'm, I'm including housing in there, commercial real estate, housing. Assets are through the roof. If you look at any, any barometer you look at, if you look at historical GDP growth for, for the United States, we're way off the map. We're way overvalued. Housing is way too expensive. Rents are way too expensive as a percentage of uh, annualized salaries, if you look at salaries. Or if you just looked at a good benchmark is GDP growth. Because as GDP grows year over year, in theory, you have wealth growth and asset growth. Ours have just gone parabolic. And, and there's always a snapback. There is, people don't want to believe it. They say, no, you're crazy. You're just <laughs> you're being negative. It's not going to happen. And, and that psychology has been beaten into the average investor for the last 15 years. Exactly. Um, so and, let, and it, let's just stop down for one second here, because for the listeners, you need to understand the manipulation that's been employed. You need to really take hard, evident look at why are we buying in to all of this crap? Why is it that we believe this wholehearted, like nonsensical, pretty much lies? Is that correct, Eric? Yeah, I mean, I I would to if if you're if you're suggesting that the the, the game is rigged uh, against you when it comes to things like stocks and others that that's that's mo- you know that's at least partially true. The hard part is, and you know that psychology is is powerful because people for 15 years have seen returns, and and so they they're not going to believe that. If you know, if I if I said, look, I think that there's a high probability that the stock markets drop another 15% before the end of the year, a lot of people are going to say that's extreme and crazy. There's no way we've already we're already down 25% on the Nasdaq. Another 50% would wipe out so much money, and so it would cause so much. You know, it would, it would literally push us into recession slash depression or something. 
possibly. So people, people don't want to hear the negative side of that. And, and I get that because it's, it's hard for someone to, to stomach if you're, you're struggling, you know, whether it's, it's just feeding your family or running your household or whatever, it's tough. And, and everyone has been conditioned that they have to have money in the stock market to get right. those returns. Right, right. Exactly. That's where I'm going with this. It's like they're really they're taking the, the normality of like stock investments and so on and so forth. That's where people have been, I, I believe, been short sighted when it comes in terms of like crypto. And you and I have had the conversation. It's like, why is crypto great and why would people attack it? Why would they want? I hate to we say can. this term, but kind of like demonetize it, so to speak. Yeah. Like, why Why would they want to make crypto so bad? And why would they attack it the way that this administration is attacking it? I mean, that's kind of like what I'm trying to lead into and have yeah. you answer. Yeah. Well, obviously, it, it, it's contrary to fiat currency, which lets them spend uh, like drunken sailors, so to speak. Right. So, exactly. So uh, and, and you we've talked many times about about cryptocurrency. For, for me, it represents an alternative to fiat currency. It represents government right. spending that's checked. Hold on a second. I'm having a I'm having a, a chili cheese. Like, just look. <laughs> Hold on. You're enjoying those things a little much, I think. Okay, I'm sorry. Go continue. Continue. Sorry. Give me extra plug for that. So, um, I I think that uh, I, I I lost our our uh, our train of thought, Tony. What were we What were we talking about? The chili cheese completely threw me off again. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm good at it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so sorry, brother. Uh, we're really talking about what's why the stock market is doing what it's doing, and you are moving into what's happening with the crypto market. Yeah, and um, so I, I would like you to. It, yeah, so the, the relationship there with crypto, obviously they want to weaken. There's an advantage to weaken cryptocurrency because it, it can it can directly undermine the value of fiat. Amen. So if you if you put your conspiratorial hat on, I'll I'll get into a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of geek crypto geekness with what happened yesterday because it is a little worrisome. Um, there's a cryptocurrency called Luna. And it was about the sixth ranked most valuable cryptocurrency, um, was getting tons of use, was very well accepted in the crypto community, very transparent, very above board. And they used one of those stable coins tied with it. Um, it's, so it's a stable coin tied to the cryptocurrency that's supposed to be pegged to the dollar. Well, yesterday, in addition to having the, the market crashes that we had, this cryptocurrency actually got uh, crashed extraordinarily hard, about 75% drop in value, which is uh, almost almost unheard of. And it happened because there was a run on that stable coin and the value of it dropped significantly. It's a big red flag. If you put your conspiratorial hat on, you could say someone with hacking abilities or in the, it had, had the, you know, the, the bad interests of cryptocurrencies, whoever they were, bad actor, could have could have undertaken some kind of attack against that cryptocurrency and and actually you know caused a caused a run on it no one probably will know it'll be you know it'll just be a, a conspiracy theory or something but nevertheless that cryptocurrency about the the third ranked stablecoin got attacked or devalued significantly yesterday and right now uh, before we started talking it was still down so that's a big that's a big red flag um, that shouldn't be happening in a, in a, in a normally functioning market. Um, but again, I think it, you know, anyone who's, who's pro fiat or, you know, government, you know, anyone's a politician is very few politicians are pro cryptocurrency. They're, they're usually kind of status quo. So that, that added, you know, fuel to the fire with, a, with some of the crash. I'm, I'm watching Bitcoin closely to see if it can hold on to 30, there's there's a lot of indications that say that it won't um, that we could see about a 50 percent reduction from where Bitcoin and, and most of the crypto markets are right now, which would be which would be a devastating loss. Um, and, and unfortunately, I think the where we are, we, you know, we're talking about why you why you use cryptocurrency, why you why you should you know value it and try and support it. The reality is most of the investors that have come into cryptocurrency over the last couple of years, especially during 
during the lockdowns and such. I think they, tr- they never, they didn't believe that, that concept about cryptocurrency. They, they looked at cryptocurrency as a vehicle to make money and that's it. It's an investment vehicle. And when you have that mentality, it means that you're, you're not going to hold it for the long term. You don't have any value to share it or, or evangelize about it, try to share it with fa- you know, friends, family, whoever. Um, and it, it ends up just being an investment vehicle that you keep in your back pocket. If it goes up, you sell it. If it drops, you know, who knows what you do with it. You may sell it or may not. But, but nevertheless, I think that's led us to the point where we are right now where we just don't have enough uh, believers. True. Okay. Eric? I, I just needed to jump in here because uh, I just want our listeners to understand who you are. And you and I have had a lot of conversations off air. We've talked about what, man, I, honestly, you guys, you, 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 you listeners need to really understand who you're listening to. And one of the things uh, and why I love this man, I got total man love for him. I'm telling you, he is a sweet heart of a man because he came to me and we were in our early conversations. I remember talking about crypto and I remember about his heart desire, what he really wanted to have come to fruition. His, his passion, his goal was not to make a boatload of money. It was about, you know what? I'm going to stop right here. And I, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm segueing you again, like I'm so good at doing, but I want you to just take a moment for these people that are listening to understand your heart, to understand what you wanted this to be for the average Joe when it came to. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Um, I, I get, I altruistically, I hope, I hope, and I still do. I, I, you know, I'm not ever going to give up on it, but I, I hope that it becomes something that at least demonstrates an alternative to money for, for the average person. You know, all the things that we just talked about, Tony, like the stock market, right? How, how expensive gasoline is right now, wealth inequality, wage inequality, um, you know, the, the, all the predatory stuff that happens at the government level, whether it's just, uh, you know, governments feeding money to big contractors and it, right. all, all of the, all of the, all of the disparity between if you want to say the haves and the have not have not, it's fueled by the dollar by our current monetary system and that system is driven by treasury it's driven by fed and it's driven by us as the people we the we the people allow our government to run a monetary system like this and i get that it's it's it can be complicated um but it can also be really simple and so cryptocurrency represents a simplicity in that money in that there's only a certain amount you can't monkey with it. You can't create more and decide to give someone to, you know, to person A or entity A or B. It's, it's fair. It's, here's the system. Here's your, your rule set. You don't change the rules. That's what cryptocurrency represents to me. For Honestly, I'm, I'm a big advocate. I love, I love precious metals, gold and silver. If we had a gold and silver standard, uh, you know, a la Ron Paul's suggestions and, uh, you know, others have suggested it. That would that would be good, too. You could you could even create a monetary system based on a basket of commodities. Something that doesn't punish the average person. The, the you know, I, and I think you and I have talked about this at length before that our current system is so is so punishing to the average person. There's there's such a steep wall to climb. If just even just think about someone who's near nearing retirement, starting or even starting off if they if they're just out of school trying to get a job, think about housing prices right now that they face to buy a house or even rent a house. It's it's insane, and the reason it's not magic that there's the reason why housing prices are where they are. That's not some magical mystical financial apparatus or something. It's because there's too much money in our system because our system run by this government and most most central banks around the world. Is, is basically printing money, inf- infinite numbers, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars, if you look at it glo- from a global standpoint. And most of that money is not going to the average person. It, 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 it's just not going to go to the average person. The average person is going to work their butt off most of their life, maybe save some of that money up, and hopefully have enough for retirement to, to enjoy a little bit of life, um, you know, through, through the retirement years. The system doesn't need to run like that. And, and that, 
you know, it ought to be criminal how, how it is running. So, uh, I mean, there's God bless those who have done really well and made billions, uh, you know, good for them. They've, they've, you know, presumably earned it and worked really hard and had a lot of value, but there's way too much, uh, there's way too much in the system from a monetary standpoint, um, that's against the average person. And I see cryptocurrency as an alternative or at least something that tries to check, these governments around the world, these central banks around the world that basically uh, make you a slave to, to dollars. Yeah. Well, this is the thing that, um, like I said earlier, I, I just really appreciated about you. Um, you. You've always had this advocacy for kind of like the underdog, like most Americans that are, that are in that platform or that, that realm of reality where they, they work their butt off for what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and, and, and yeah, and I, I think everybody should be hardworking and I, I think most people, most people are, but yeah. I, but I just, I just, re, if you, you know that and anyone you talk to what, what you earn today and what you can save and put away and what it buys tomorrow. Remember, if we're running at supposed 8%, that's the last CPI print. We'll see what tomorrow morning CPI is or CPI. Right. It's supposed to be 8.3%. That's, that's an annual. That's what people yeah. don't get. They're not paying attention. They're not. I, I, I don't think they are because I think they'd be damn well pissed off. Right. Um, that's, so at, okay. at eight. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. This is okay. what I call the dancing with the stars moment. So many people are fixated on such bravo sierra it's like every day media uses everything they can to transfix and to get people focused on stuff that is so irrelevant to what's happening in our world like for example what's happening with johnny depp it's like really (laughs) or what's happening with like i mean uh ukraine it's like it's it's all the distraction it drives and wall it's like, why are we not paying attention to the nuts and bolts of the reality of what we have before us? People are so fixated on the diversion tactics. Am I wrong? No, I mean, there's a there's a million diversions, TikTok and and others. I mean, this goes back to antiquity, right? The Romans bred in circuses. So that's how you placate a populace is just keep them keep them distracted and keep them somewhat entertained. Um, and, and we have, we have ample distractions in, in society. Um, so I, I just, I want to just briefly, can I come back to cryptocurrency, Tony, yes, for a I'm, minute? I'm so sorry, Eric. No, no, it, 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 it's all good. What I, what I love about you is that we can go philosophical and we can go like move into the, I, 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 yes, you're right. Thank you for pulling us back. I just got a little sideline there, but yes, please. No, and, and, and the, the beauty of that too, is that these things are all related to, to our economy and to where Bitcoin is. And, and, and you know, I, I guess most people would probably want to know right now. Well, a lot of people probably want to know where the stock market's headed. Yep, <laughs> and because yep, yep, um, yep. there's definitely more money in the stock market that, than there is in crypto, but where, where crypto is headed as well. I think the two, I think the two will travel together for a while now. So I think wherever crypto goes, most of the stock market's going to go. Um, and unfortunately, I think, I think that mostly means down. Um, I think there'll be, I think we're, we're, we're deep into bear market territory now. Oh boy. Um, There, there almost certainly will be big bear market rallies and those things are real. So those are things that usually create bull traps. So basically they create a a real short temporary euphoria where people have a fear of they're going to miss all this upside money. They dump a whole bunch of money back into the market or into the market and then it, the rug gets pulled out from under you. We saw this in 2008, 2009. Um, and, and you got a, you got a whole bunch of pundits running around these idiots like Jim Cramer and uh, others who's just famously wrong. So a poor guy, so, so wrong. So, you know, so much, he leads oh so many people gosh. astray. He got slapped um, in the head. <laughs> he did. And I mean, he, he's, it's amazing to me. He still has a career, but um there, there was a 15 year bull market run where he could just get out and say anything and right. be mostly right. But yeah, he has no, you know, he has no critical thinking ability with regard to, you know, corrections and stuff. He, he, I've never seen him 
tell people to get out of the market or, or, or move money off the market. I mean, he just, and, and he's the, he's the atypical kind of economic, you know, economic guy that you need, you see, or financial guy you see, there's a few exceptions, but I think where crypto goes, uh, stocks will go. And I think over the next months, while the feds raising interest rates and trying to fight inflation, um, I think it, it it's going to be downside. Um, you know, you know so, right there, that's a big boom moment. That's hitting the ball outside the ballpark. People don't understand that. Please elaborate. On, on the downside yeah. piece? Well, um, so it, it's hard to say, you know, I, I wish I had a crystal ball and I can tell you how much and, and when. We're, we're talking but, about implications to making the wrong decisions. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you, if you, for example, you got a lot of people with money in their 401ks and they're they're if they look at it now, they're, they're probably already seeing some downside, at least for the year. They probably lost most of the gains that they got last year, right. um, depending on how they're allocated. Right. And if, if we, if we notch down another 25, 25%, I mean, I, I looking at, from a big, from purely Bitcoin and cryptocurrency standpoint, we could we could fairly easily drop another fifty percent. That would put Bitcoin in about fifteen thousand, which was one of the highs that it hit in twenty seventeen. There's probably some support in that range, if, especially if we drew down pretty fast. And Bitcoin can move fast to the downside too. It it it's it's pretty amazing when people because it's so easy to liquidate so quick, and and the market is twenty four seven. So there's there's no there's kind of no stickiness to that. And there's not, there's still really not enough institutions that will just hold it through a down, a downswing. So we could drop fast, um, and it would, it would cause, it would cause major, major problems in the crypto markets. And if that's happening, almost certainly most of the stocks, um, especially tech and growth stocks, Amazon, Tesla, Google, Apple, Apple is kind of holding. Apple is actually holding the line. Apple's like, uh, Apple's like the Alamo right now, Tony. The, those guys are watching. <laughs> those guys are in the Alamo. Davy Crockett's in there. They're they're loading. They're loading and throwing everything that they've got to try to hold that thing. Um, and and Apple's holding on to a huge valuation. Of course, they have a they have a ton of cash. Um, and and they're 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 not. I mean, they're a well-run company. They're they're the most valuable company in the world from a public traded standpoint. Um, but I I really don't think they're going to hold the Alamo. I think they're going to. They're going to lose it, and when they lose it, um, most of the other indices are just going to go south real fast. Um, and you know, next month the Fed is unfortunately not only raising interest rates again, at least fifty basis points, possibly more. And if they do, if they have to do more, if if the CPI number tomorrow is bad and it shows inflation isn't coming back, and remember they're they're almost certainly cooking that number. So yeah, you're right. Um, it will be it, it will put more pressure on the Fed to act uh, to, to raise rates faster. But in addition, next month, they're going to start drawing down their nine trillion dollar balance sheet. That's nine trillion with a T that they've bought over the last years, all through the financial crisis and especially about in another five trillion. And those are bonds. Those are mortgage backed securities. All of that has to be sold off their balance sheet to whoever's going to buy it other nations sovereign nations right funds you you me we're supposed to buy those back from the fed because they want to they want to clear their balance sheet because if they get another recession or a depression they want to be able to buy stuff back again and try to save the economy okay can we just stop right here just for one second let's let's just for one moment talk about countries that are doing gold back silver back you know doing precious metal backing financial stuff like for example china i mean how many metric tons of gold did they buy they are really trying to dominate the crypto market right now right we don't know what they're doing in the crypto market but in the if you say gold market yes they have the largest gold mines in the world we don't know the full scope of those gold mines and they're in addition to that they've been buying gold for a long time and and theories are that, that they have a really really large stockpile of gold okay so let's let's, probably, let's let's just yeah. look at china just for a second China went down to Africa or South America. And and what they did was they they purchased so much property, like they're doing here actually in the US, 
and they're purchasing mining and farming properties in both regions, right? I mean, you're aware of this, yep. yes? Yep. yep. Okay. So if you look at where they're purchasing um, these endeavors, these were like not just diamond mines, but they're actually going after the silver and the gold mines. The China's pretty being, I mean, they're being amazingly prudent and making sure that they can secure assets through like through commodities as gold and silver. And what's the biggest thing that's come up that's been really causing some serious problems? Could it be platinum? Could it be, could it be, could it possibly be what's going into lithium batteries? Yep. Yep. All, all, all of the rare earths um, for sure. And yeah, China has been extraordinarily aggressive around the world buying properties, businesses, um, you know, uh, farms. There, there's, there's a lot. And it, it, we should be worried about it. We absolutely should be worried about it because it puts the United States in a weaker position longer term. Right. But um, we're talking about crypto. So my question to you is, with all of these um, allegations, I'll, come on, I'm sorry, but this is what's happening. People are saying, oh, that's not true. It's not happening. They're saying, oh, it's, 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 you're just like making this up. No, go look at purchase value. Go, you can go look it up. You can look on NASDAQ. You can look on all of these websites. Where are these companies going that are investing in these rare metals, these rare precious commodities? If you look at who owns a majority of them, it's China. So I'm just kind of like, asking you the question and i'm sorry i'm pinning you left and right here but okay so if china is like doing this move where is their crypto domination and what are they saying in terms of with hear me out what are they saying in terms of we are only going to support precious metal backed are you ready crypto crypto where is where is the u.s with that what are they doing i mean there's kind of like a competitive edge no yeah yeah well um so i don't know where china is on gold-backed crypto but we know where china's they're signaling very clearly the digital yuan they launched that a few years ago yep and 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 they with the same time they did that they started turning the screws on uh on, on traditional cryptocurrencies on Bitcoin and, and, and de- well, let's call them decentralized cryptocurrencies. Cause it means there's no central control. There's no central government or authority over Bitcoin, Ethereum, others, but, but the digital yuan that China released is absolutely a centralized digital currency. I haven't heard yet that they want to tie that to gold, which would be terrible. You know, that would be really interesting if they did that, but they do have enough gold that they could do something, you know, compelling against the dollar. Um, but I, I think China has signaled, you know, China's for is definitely ahead of us on the crypto front in that they've got their own state run cryptocurrency. Um, you know, Biden a few months ago, we, we talked about this, just, just ordered the federal, uh, all of the federal um, institutions to do research on cryptocurrency we don't know yet what that's going to yield. There was speculation it could be regulatory or, or whatever. But I, I think if if we can't if we can't get enough momentum on cryptocurrency from a valuation standpoint, if we can't get enough utilization of it, like we've talked about, Tony, where we say, you know, use cryptocurrency to barter, trade, you know, transact goods with your customers and 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 push and encourage people to use whatever your favorite cryptocurrency is, if it's not Bitcoin or another or a stable coin or something. We just don't have critical mass yet. And um, right. So, so can we just, again, I'm so sorry for stopping you on this, but like we, we need to talk about what is critical mass. Critical mass is 2% of the population enveloping and saying, yes, we accept this ideology. Right. So we're talking yeah. critical mass percent of the population, but right now we're at 1.2 that even accepts crypto that says crypto is a valuable and a, a good entity to involve yourself in and so on and so forth. But here's the thing. If we go back to the, to the dollar, to the U S American dollar, why was it so strong and so long? I like to say that so strong and so long because we were gold back, right? We were gold back. It was until Nixon came about and he said, we will no longer be gold backed currency. 
which led us into the avenue of petrodollar, which was not gold-backed, right? Yep, absolutely. So as we are sitting on this precipice, where we are really focusing on our future economy, we're not doing it off of gold, off of any tangible anything. I mean, even if we were to like look at like like something as critical as like, well, I'm not going to go there, but I'm just going to say right now, <laughs> catalytic converters. What do they have in them? What's the number one product that is being ripped off nationwide across the United States and beyond? What do catalytic converters have that thieves are so interested in? Are you asking me? No, I'm, uh, yeah, I am asking you. <laughs> With platinum. Okay, so so what is the platinum market doing? Uh, it's it's high. The platinum mar- market is quite high right now. And, and why is it? Well, presumably because, because there's there's shortages. There's shortages. There's demand. Yep. So so if we're moving into this black market economy, why why this is happening? Just bear with me. I'm, I'm I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. If we are as Americans blindly following the blind, and we're going to follow petrodollars, and we're going to do this, is this not like the idiot who's going down the river, and people are telling him, "Hey, bro, there's a waterfall coming up on you you go i'm good he's got his six pack of beer he's having fun with his bros or an inner tubes no dude you need to get to shore i mean are we not in that same boat and yet china and other countries are like doing the pressure metal backup yeah well absolutely and 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 the weakness of the dollar that we've allowed to happen from nixon has put us in that position and quite frankly, I guess our arrogance in that the dollar is just going to, you know, rule forever, which is which is just monetarily fault. Currencies don't fiat currencies once they're untied or unhinged from something. If you, um, if you if you if you read if you read about the history of currencies going back to the to the British pound and the and the Dutch for the Dutch East Indies com- company and others, you you you've got history. Include you can go back and look at Rome as well. Rome did the same thing. It's a cycle of civilization in a society where you start off with sound monetary policy, and as you, as a, as that society or civilization matures, you you get you get inefficiency that builds up over time. It builds up in governance. It builds up in in corporations and institutions. Um, I think some of our founding fathers uh, said famously that once once from time to time, uh, freedom has to be. Uh, Oh, you have to help me out with this one, Tony. The, I, it said freedom has to be. Um, um, okay. okay. For, pretty yes, to be. That's pretty radical, <laughs> but here, here it is. Are you ready? Yeah. The tree of liberty needs to be watered with the blood of patriots. Yeah. Thank you. I, 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 I knew. <laughs> and, and that's such a. I mean, that's, if that's it, pretty it, radical, though. It's it's radical, but I, I want to use it even in a subtler way because it, it's still relevant. I'm not talking about tying people to the tree and, and you know drawing and quartering them, but but the point is you you need to reset things from time to time to time, especially these institutions, be it government, right, laws, institutions. They inherently build corruption. They inherently build inefficiencies. I I believe, and I think our founding fathers talked a lot about that, and they wanted us to. To, to avoid the things that they saw in history and even in their history, uh, because we're, we, we do repeat these things as, as humans through, through, you know, throughout history. So um, coming back to your point about of what Nixon did, that was, that was the only thing Nixon could do because we were bankrupt in 1971 from the Korean war and the Vietnam war, the United States was bankrupt. Corrupt. We had no gold to zero gold, at least according to Nixon. He wasn't going to pay any of that debt. And it was only $50 million, a paltry $50 million to France that France asked to be paid in gold. And Nixon said, nope, not going to do it. So either we didn't have the gold or he or he didn't want to he didn't want to give it away. Either either way, the, the, the result is the same. We broke 
our currency at that point, and we became much like the Romans did, where they just fractionalized. You know, the Roman dinar at the end of uh, at the end of their printing cycle had you know almost uh, they didn't print it, they minted it rather, almost no silver in in their in their coinage. They were all tin and whatever metal they could throw together. That's very that's very much where the dollar is today. It has no inherent value because so many of them have been printed. And it absolutely puts us in a weak position against others like China, who have a lot more um, material wealth than than we do. Still with me? I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> yep, I got you. Sorry. No, that's no, no, good okay. stuff. So, I I guess. Um, we're, we're about 45 minutes in. Um, I don't know how much we hit on crypto, but I, I guess I, I would just give advice. I've had a lot of friends asking me what they should do. Um, I want to I walk back a little bit to one other thing I just want to say. I've mentioned a company called Crypto.com. Um, I've used, I use them personally. I've been using them for several years now. Um, I, I thought that they, they were a, a good a good platform. Um, they more recently, a few weeks ago, or I guess it was about a month ago now, they've pulled down a lot of the money that they paid on some of their benefits to their members. They did that rather abruptly and they, they upset a lot of customers, um, me included. So um, I definitely can't advocate for them anymore. Um, so if anyone, anyone's on that platform, <laughs> I, I hope they haven't lost too much. Because there, there's been a lot of downside on that on that platform as well, and that kind of ties back to what I was talking about with the the Terra Luna other cryptocurrency that that's gone sideways. There's there's definitely some risk now in the crypto markets, so I would advise people to be careful. Um, don't get don't get overextended in in crypto. Um, I don't know that I would buy this dip, especially as we see it right now. I think I would. I would wait until we get to some kind of cycle um, outside of the Fed raising rates like they're going to be doing throughout this year. Um, this year is going to be a really tough year for for markets, stocks, crypto, others. There's going to be a lot of volatility as things reprice, get shuffled around. Um, so just make sure if you have some profits in crypto right now, um, you're doing good at this point if you have some profits. Um, if you can't, I think I said this to you once before, if you can't sleep at night, if those cryptocurrencies go down by 50%, if that's, if that would be tough for you, then think about selling some of it. And, and there's always the opportunity to sell some and try to come back in at a lower price. I, I, I believe we're going to have some lower price opportunities. So that's another way to kind of flip. Don't think about it so much as if you, you don't want to capitulate or sell because once you sell, you can't get it back. Um, I, I think with, you know, we, we see in front of us what's coming. The Fed's raising rates fairly significantly. We don't even know if it's enough to, to try to do what they think they're going to do with inflation. That's not really going to end until the end of this year at the earliest. We don't, and we won't know what, you know, we, we won't know till we get further along the path of inflation. We, they've got to sell $9 trillion or at least half of that, so four, $4.5 and assets, all of that is going to be sell pressure. And all of that was buy pressure before during COVID. And again, that's, that's why those markets, these markets got so vastly overpriced for so long. And now they, now they got to pay the, they got to pay the piper. They got to snap back. And, and honestly, we've, we've got a generation of investors that just never have seen a big crash. Um, and it's, it's so dangerous. It's, it's, I, I really, you know, I, I, I was in the market in 2009, even the dot-com market. And those, those, those periods were brutal. There's just, when you're seeing 60, 75% drawdowns in, in, you know, across the board or, or worse, we, we've got companies right now that are down 90 plus percent that are supposed to be, you know, profitable, good companies, Shopify, um, you know, just, just, amazing catastrophic stories of, of wealth loss. Um, and it's, it's really frustrating to see it. I, 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 uh, it, it, it hurts to, to, to even hear, I've got a lot of friends who have, you know, they've been in the market trying to invest reasonably and 
responsibly, but it's, it's, it's really tough. And when we get in these protracted downward periods, it's, it's not, it's not good. So try to rebalance and try to, you know, try to make sure you're not over allocated is, is the thing too. you know, more, more, you know, protect your wealth more than try to try to uh, gain it back or, or make more, I think is, is a sounder strategy right now. It's kind of wealth, you know, protect your assets that you have. Well, one of the things you've been really good at doing is drawing a bead, drawing a line on what's relevant and what's not. And I appreciate your patience because I know I've segued you. I know I've distracted <laughs> you like crazy tonight, but thank you so much for your patience, brother. No, I appreciate you, Tony, and taking the time to, to do it. It's, it's good for people to hear some other messages about that. And I, I, I just I don't want anyone to get blindsided by crypto either. That's my my worry. I, 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 I fervently believe in it. So, I, I mean, just to be clear, I, I, I believe long term cryptocurrency has huge merits and can be a complete game changer. If you ask me where crypto could be in five years or, or greater, I think it could be at, you know, huge huge levels higher than it is today it has that potential um but i don't think right now it's going to escape some pain and so that's where i don't i don't want people to to get hit you know hit, hit in the gut on some of those is at least as much as can be avoided well i hear you and one of the things i i, I want to draw a beat on again is your advocacy for independence for freedom for people that would not have to like be trapped in the matrix I, i've got a new uh instagram account called escape the matrix <laughs> and um it's all about homesteading it's about what we love to do we love to farm we love to grow food uh we like to just we we want to we want to just be left alone you and me we agree wholeheartedly and like you know what we just want to be left alone we just want to we want to do our deal, our due diligence and make sure that we're doing whatever financial investments is appropriate and deemable and making us money but what we really want on a heart level is we just want to be left alone we just want to like we just want to live and that's where i resonate with you that's where i connect with you and um I just appreciate you so much. And if I've distracted you from your point, brother, well, forgive me. <laughs> no, you keep me, you keep me on my toes. And I got to get some of those Fritos now. I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Is there anything you want to say with a closing statement? No, I think, I think we covered it all, Tony. That's a, that's a great way to wrap. Um, that's uh yeah, I, I just, uh, everyone be vigilant as they can on those things. And Right. So I got one question for you before you go. All right, shoot. What did you do today for your food preps? I actually packed uh, a five-gallon bucket of beans that, uh, so I long-term stored uh, a, a bucket of beans. Okay, sweet. Good. Just before we got on. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. All right, we'll give your beautiful bride a kiss and a hug. That may not be appropriate, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're good. Uh, and I will tell Angie you're thinking of her as well. All right, brother. All right. You take care. Thanks, Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Good night.